Hello and welcome to Keystone Copycats with Chris and Zach. I, of course, am your host, Zach, and he, of course, is your other host. Tris. Tristy. Hey there, buddy. We're back. How you doing? I'm not too bad. I'm trying to figure out how to find a man, but not the way that you're, you're hearing me say it. I need to find a specific man. So are you like Dog the Bounty Hunter? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, but this guy did look like Dog the Bounty Hunter. So I was in Columbus downtown today. Sure. Okay. And I found an almost naked man. He was ripped. (laughs) He was so ripped. Like, he looked like he was from the movie 300, but he was very orange, and he was just in cutoff. So I was like, oh, maybe he's on the main street. He's on his phone, and I'm like, that's a very sexy man. Um, So he was right next to the coffee place I was going to, and he was just beautiful, but he was very upset on the phone. So I was like, well, I got to go see what's going on with this naked guy. (laughs) So I walked up to him. And I'm like, maybe he's filming a movie up there, but then now he's got to cry outside or something on the phone. And I just hear him go, I don't care if I'm sober or not. I was great to he's you not. no matter what. And I'm like, Spoiler, well, that guy's not, not sober at all. <laughs> but he was he was in front of the glass doors to, for the coffee. So he's like basically crying out front, getting broken up with or whatever, maybe because he did a bad job in this movie he's filming right now. Maybe it's because he lost his clothes. So I did the thing where I was trying to get by. I'm like, let me get on past you here. So he's this really hunky guy, so I'm like, ch- my chest is basically touching his arm, his big muscular arm, tr- I'm trying to get into the coffee, and the sign on the door said, drinks inside. I'm like, oh, sweet, but the door was locked, and then I realized <laughs> I wasn't at the right place, oh, and I think it was his apartment, so he just <laughs> watched me try to break into his apartment, but he was so upset. The worst part is he's really bulky, so I had to sneak back out, like, oh, hang on, let me just sneak on by you. Okay, again. so... <laughs> All right, real quick. <laughs> Why was the note on the door oh, for okay. the apartment? Because he wanted to lure you in with the with drinks. The drinks? No, okay, it, was, it was a honey pot. Oh. Now, hang on. Let's, real quick, yeah. um, let's yeah. introduce our guest. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, my bad. No, that was too good of a story, and I w- she wants to react to it, okay. and I would like to get her in on it. So we today are joined by Nicole D'Ambro. Hello, Nicole. How are you? Hey. I'm so good. Thanks for having me, guys. So... <laughs> Who do you think it was, Nicole? Yeah, what do you think about this naked guy in Columbus, Ohio? He had no, he wasn't completely naked. He had cutoffs. But why was he like that outside? He was barefoot on the curb on a busy street. Maybe he's one of those people that wears those weird toe shoes. They were the, they were latex then, like clear latex. There was not much there. No, but I mean like maybe he's a barefootist. He's like, that guy. Maybe he just like mm. yeah. He, like was he, owns ba- he was very bare, I'll give you that. He was, yeah. Yeah. Maybe he just got a spray tan. Yeah. You know, like and he was so upset days? by it. He goes, I'm wasted on these fumes, sober or not. I'm a good guy, though. See, that makes sense oh, to me. Oh, boy. But or he I could so- just be the reverse Hulk and turn orange. And, and he turn- Yeah, he's like the evil one. Mad. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, then, so I went next door. And then got my coffee, but then I just, I didn't know how to fix anything I did because he still wasn't acknowledging me. So I just raised my coffee, like, hey, cheers. And he's still like, I don't understand. I hope that he, he like, later. You're mocking him. After he, <laughs> like, because he can't lift his arm because he's so strong. Oh, boy. But I'd like to think that later after the breakup's all done, he's, like, crying his pillow. And then he stops and he's like, what was with that plumber trying to break in my house today? <laughs> <laughs> like, it just all of a sudden floods in and hits him. Yeah. So, um, that's so, so welcome, the Nicole. Choice of being single. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's what living in Ohio is like. Um, I, 
I was wondering what it's like dating there. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> weird. It's weird. I'm not going to say it's normal. It's pretty weird. Yeah. No. We have our Marvel. Uh, uh, it's discount figure. Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Discount Marvel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that cosplay. We got the same thing. Yeah. Just different. Cosplay is cosplay no matter where you go. Uh, yes, absolutely. We should just end the show after that. We should not even talk anymore. Oh, so you're saying you're what you're saying is like, hey, we have a great guest that no, obviously has like a lot to, to say. So I'm gonna come in and tell a story, and then say we should end the show. After I was my nervous, story. and I didn't want her to outshine me. So she He's said a pause. Sad. She said positive. <laughs> that was a great story. There was love, triumph. I got the coffee. It was wonderful. Yeah, you were energized. Uh, I I totally saw it as as a story of loss, you know, and of misconnection. So the next thing that you need to do is obviously go on Facebook or Craigslist or whatever you weird people in Ohio do, sure. and figure out how to do a missed connection. Is that like how looking you... for you? You were not wearing a shirt. You were not wearing shoes, and I saw through to your soul. You may have been not sober <laughs> you... and very angry in the moment. But, you, you hey, will, I know where you live, and I'd love to watch a movie sometime. There you Is go. Is that creepy? I don't know. Call me. We're going to find out if it's creepy. So, Call you know, me. Um, so uh, about 10 years ago, the two of us took a trip to Pittsburgh to be extras in The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, my God. So That's wh- great. <laughs> yeah. So while we were there, we went to a Pittsburgh Pirates game, and we saw a man, a, a very large man at the game who was shirtless and had a Pittsburgh jersey painted on his body. And where the oh. name goes, it said Big Snack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so about Big Snack. We met him. Uh, we took some pictures with him outside the game as he was being harassed by the police. Um, uh-huh. And then we posted a misconnection for him. So it all comes back around. You've got a did, history of this. Did we? We did. I remember there's a picture yes. of me doing finger guns with him. Yeah, we did. We posted. What else are you going to do with a big naked shirtless guy? <laughs> finger guns. So you just and attract these guys. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm, well, you saw him. I was going to say maybe I'm the only one that saw that guy. Maybe I was hallucinating. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you're like one of those people who is like, ooh, they look broken. I want to fix it, you know? (laughs) I mean, yeah. How how do you date? Of course that's what I do. (laughs) you got way too close. You hit the nail right on the head. He's like, ooh, she's got problems. That's for me. (laughs) Yeah, it's called being a – yeah, it's a a masochistic thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's beautiful. I love it. Um, So, Nicole, the reason we brought you here – It's not not just to talk about masochism. Not this time. Uh, so the reason we brought you here is to judge two movies. We like to find these movies that are very similar. They came out around the same time. They have a similar uh, or the same premise. And then each one of us argues for one of these movies. And you're our judge. So um, you picked the movies. I gave you. I gave you some options. You picked them. So... What about these two movies called out to you? Um, well, they're they're the like an- superhero but anti-superhero like teen angst. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. kind of movies and I love that. Anything that reminds me of how I felt as a teenager. It's not that they were the best years of my life, but they were just they were just like the most emotionally charged highest stakes ridiculous when you look back at eight years of your life right so that's what 
I, I love like these, these, the idea of these guys, like trying to become superheroes, right? Yeah. Living but out their childhood dream. So flawed. Exactly. But they're like so flawed as human beings. And then they just yeah. get themselves in a pickle. <laughs> that 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 is what I enjoyed about both of them starting off. It's yeah, just for the sure. realism of yeah, this is what one hundred percent happen if you dressed up like a superhero and just decided, hey, it's time to fight crime today. Yeah. Um yeah. interestingly enough, in uh Cincinnati, Ohio, where we live, there Brag. there was a uh vigilante maybe ten was years there? ago. Yeah, around the time these movies came out. There was a man who dressed up in a costume and would, uh, heavy air quotes, patrol downtown Cincinnati, and his name was the Shadow Hair. You know, like a bunny. <laughs> it's just not where my mind goes, so, but okay. No, it no. sounds like a laser <laughs> hair removal Yeah, place. like dirty. <laughs> yes, it does. Dirty in a boring way. And look, though. we're offering discount hair removal down at, at the Shadow Hair. At the yes. Gorilla Glue. If you mention yeah. Nicole, we'll give you a discount. We'll give you 30% off. Because <laughs> that's what we are now. If you come rules. to the door and say, damn, bro, we will help you. Yes. <laughs> that's uh, my name, by the way. I'm not just saying it to myself because that would be weird. No, I told I told one of my friends that we were having you on. And he said, damn, bro, you got her? I was like, all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> he's, a, he's a big fan. She must get that all the time. <laughs> Please close your blinds, though. He's it's a really old, big but... fan. <laughs> So we didn't even introduce the movies. No, the movies were you doing. You just started asking her about the movies that you didn't mention. Yeah, it You're was a uh, fool. <laughs> well, number one, I'm a fool. But number two, <laughs> it was intentional ah, foolishness. Okay, I like. Want to draw them in? You know. Um, yes. So uh, today we're talking about Super from 2010, uh, directed by James Gunn, and Kick Ass, also from 2010, directed by Matthew Vaughn. Um, so I'm going to be defending Super, and you're going to be defending Kick-Ass. Oh, I thought I was defending Super. Did you? No. I got yeah. you, though. You suck. Ah, <laughs> I'm just joshing you, Zach. I knew which movie I had. Man. It was a joke that, all it's along. That crazy Keystone copycat humor you've come to love of saying something inaccurate. Of lying. I got a dose of your Keystone humor because I was in Cincinnati this past weekend. What? Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. What were you doing? Yeah. Then? Went to a wedding. Ooh. I was at a wedding. I shot a wedding. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Is everyone okay? Um, no, it was 100% fatalities. I got them all. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I'm, good about it. He was sniping at a wedding. Yeah, that's what I he do. Wasn't uh, so you're in Cincinnati for a wedding. What do you? What did you think of the city? Did you love it or did you hate it? Uh, I really just went to friends houses and yeah because my co-host lives there my co-host elena lives in cincinnati sure she's on the morning news y'all see her she fancy nice yeah and then um so we stay with her and my boyfriend and i probably spent more time at the hard rock casino oh sure <laughs> yeah did anywhere else yeah it just seemed like the right thing to do there was live music yeah yeah he 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 played poker and went won some money it was fun that sounds like a nice time and nobody forced you to eat chili on spaghetti i was gonna say you didn't by chance yes. eat any of that meat sauce that we call <laughs> chili did you y'all i have a podcast called girls with guts which is about Ooh. like having having chronic illness and my chronic illness is crohn's disease so uh. unfortunately i'm not messing with your chili no. or I've fortunately i yeah. would say 
No, yeah, no offense yeah. taken. <laughs> yeah, right, no hot exactly. dogs or chili for me. They're like, you know what this meat but... sauce needs? Cinnamon. <laughs> that makes all the sense. <laughs> we're a, oh, we're a laughing stock here. Yeah. No, I we'll rectify great. that today, though. Um. All right. So, do you oh, want yeah. to? Do you want a synopsis? These bad boys. Yeah. Do you want to give a little synopsis of these movies? No, I only got the one. Oh, the other so one I'll I can the make. Other one? The other one I can make up on the spot, though. I can get it. I did watch it. I promise you that. Don't lie to me. All right. Well, I'm gonna do the the one that I'm I'm taking yeah. kick ass. <clears throat> Clear my throat. A nerdy teenager takes his comic book obsession to the next level when he reinvents himself as a superhero and tries to actually fight crime. Boom. That is now let's hear yours. a synopsis. All right, so after his wife falls under the influence of a drug dealer, an everyday guy transforms himself into Crimson Bolt, a superhero with the best intentions but lacking in heroic skills. They almost sound the same. You know, I could have read the same one. Except for the Crimson Bolt. Yeah. You didn't watch this movie at all. I didn't watch any of them. Yeah, dang it. <laughs> I just made them up. I don't know. <laughs> I do. I do. The, the, the thing that I love the most about Super is I love his catchphrase. Shut up, crime. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, uh, do we just do we just jump into these individually? Think, or I Because think, I want to talk about that wrench. I, because what a gorgeous <laughs> weapon. Like Every time he smacks someone, I'm like, oh, that's right. I did like this movie. I just think not enough people have told crime to shut up yet. Like if we try that, you know. Now, do you think people were disappointed that it wasn't Rain Wilson being Dwight Schrute being Crimson? I mean, it sort of was. No, it's just, no, it, was, it was not. That was not Dwight Schrute. Eh, you think know. that's what the audience was expecting, though? Um, because this is the first movie. Besides, what what was he in Juno as as the the clerk? Yeah, this is the first movie yeah. that he was in after The Office. I mean, I definitely was. Yeah, I was expecting. I don't know. I. I didn't know. I, I I wasn't sure if he was just kind of like a gimmicky actor that like he only had one mm-hmm. trick and that's all he did. But like, I mean, well, this was different but, for sure. Both characters are like wildly unlikable. What, 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 <laughs> what is that? What you want to no, say? like just kind of delusional in a way. Like they don't quite. What do what do I? How do I want to explain it? I don't know. Like they're not quite socially there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You no, know, yeah, they're like that's ta- right. They're taken. They're taken away. Um, so I think in the past when we've done this, we, we kind of gave like opening statements about our movies. What do you think? I think we just opened up with, and I don't really have one. Well, I can only remember, I can only remember Armageddon, which I just freaked out about the opening for a long time. And I think we kind of, your memory is that we, we equally did it, but really I just, you know, just cranked off to Armageddon for a while (laughs) in your ear. Who doesn't? Yeah. Oh, right. Wait, wrong kind of crank off. Sorry. Crank off is just a verb. <gasps> totally missed it's, the meaning of that. It's just a verb, adjective, or a combination of both. It's whatever you need to be. I mean, Armageddon's hot. I'm embarrassed. but Look, everybody know, loves Armageddon. That opening, it's on fire. It's literally hot. <laughs> it's <laughs> flames. No, yeah, but I mean, just the whole movie is very romantic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I per- don't want to miss a thing. Perfect, Mike. I don't. Nice. Don't. Nice. Um, okay. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, that, let's let's... Let's give a. Do you want to give a more elaborate synopsis then? How do you want to do this? I've never hosted a show before. You host this show with I've me every week. I've co-hosted. That's the. That's you know. That's only forty nine percent coming from me. Huh. So. God, I really need that gavel, don't I? Yeah. Okay. Order. Yeah. Order. Yeah. Before we start the show. Order in the court. 
Before we started the show, we were talking about the squeaky gavel, and we're debating if it was a dog toy or not, and then we kind of all decided unanimously that all things are dogs' toys when they decide they are. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. let me... Except for their actual toys, let me right? take a look at my notes here, see what I got going on. Um, Do it. Let's see what you got brewing. So, I think cooker, an you. important thing to mention about Super is that... <laughs> Way too much tentacle porn. What was that about? No, well, no, no. Here's the problem I had. It was on TV. He was flipping through. He was channels. flipping through channels, what and there was station? tentacle porn on. What station like, was that? I don't know. WGN. I don't. I don't know. Is that a thing? It's a Chicago <laughs> network. It's. It's. I don't know. Well, I was trying to think of the abbreviation. Wacky uh, guy. Uh, I can't think of anything that starts with tentacles that starts with an N. Uh, Nanacles. There, I did it. The joke worked perfectly. He nailed it. I don't even need assistance on that one. Um, yeah, uh, so... It was on TV. It was not appropriate. So going through, like, at watching Super, it was really hard for me to, like... It was it was really hard for me to find an angle to argue, like, this Dude, is the better movie. It, it was very you know hard what? for me to you find know what? that angle. Had they eliminated the religious zealot portion, your... That was weird. Your movie is hands down... Yeah. The better one in my eyes. But we're, are we, here's a question for you, Zach. Sure. How are we arguing? Are we arguing for preference or just box office or like what do we, how do we argue for these You movies? can't argue for box office. Yeah, I, like it's I won. Just a fact. No, you look at it. Okay. I, then I won. We have got to argue at all. I was under the I'm going to deliver a number. That, that you were going to give me all the reasons why Kick-Ass is better than Super. Yes. Uh, here's all the words you need. It's two. Nick Cage. Oh. All right. All Listen, right. I didn't know this. I, I I wrote down distinct Kevin way, Bacon. Distinct. Uh, touche, touche. Distinct <laughs> way, distinct mannerism, and I wrote suburban dad. Yeah, his way of talking. I didn't know he uh, until I did research afterwards. He actually based that off Adam West. He was doing an Adam West impression, yeah, and I'm like, I can, oh, that makes so that. much more sense. The way that. he awkwardly delivers all the uh, lines. Um, oh. Kick ass. Yeah. Uh, Red mist. But here, yeah. here, here's a little detail I picked up afterwards, and I didn't catch this at all. Do you know what his disguise was besides his Oh, the ensemble? mustache. He had a longer mustache. <laughs> his mustache was regular, regular mustache. And then for his, his Batman-esque disguise, it was a longer fake yeah, he mustache. he added it on the sides, like fake mustache on the sides <laughs> to make it bigger. I think but, I did notice that. I did notice that. I loved I, it. Yeah. I, I thought it. that was great. With, um. But the 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 opening to each movie, Kick Ass. Um, I I love that opening. I don't know even know who the superhero is. That Birdman when they do the majestic unveiling of the wings, oh. and then he, and then he dives, and you're like, oh okay, so you, you, that's you, cool. You might consider this, you know, oh maybe this is the superhero we're about to watch, and he just plummets straight into the ground. So I think off the cuff, you're like, all right, this movie's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be a good time. <laughs> I think that was definitely a way to say like. This isn't like a regular superhero movie. This isn't what you're expecting here, you know, um, which I think works pretty well for it. Uh, but I know, like Nicole said about the ant, that's immediately get the antihero. Like, all right, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the yeah, the opening for Super. That that why why did that animation seem like it was for the the for the song that was going on? Like it was a full three minute yeah no it opening was. animation it was it was like a cartoon music video um I don't know I thought Which I thought was, the animation was, was fine the, the style was cool uh, in the yeah the animation um had some time taken to it like it was good quality however it just drug on a little bit for 
Yeah. For my taste. Nicole, you're raising your hand. You can just yell at us. I have a theory on this. It's to hook the stoners. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of James Gunn's audience right there for sure. Um, what else did James Gunn do? Well, he did Guardians of the Galaxy and oh. and that new the new Well, wait, uh, the one we just watched. Well, yeah, the new I didn't do the new Suicide research. Squad. I did so no So James research. Gunn started out and this is like this is part of my argument that I'll make at the end. So <laughs> my closing <laughs> argument which I actually have. Let's just do get it out the way and do it at the beginning, then we'll do the beginning at the end, then we can have the audience listen to this backwards. I don't get caught in a time loop here. Stop it. It's time loop this thing. So <laughs> uh no, but like James Gunn started out making like trauma movies like that's where he, he started his career it's pronounced trauma so that's why it's, it's, it's so like a like, head injury <laughs> that's why it's so schlocky that's what's why there's so much gore and so many like one thing i noticed about both of these movies that really kind of turned me off about it was they they both had a lot of like really homophobic jokes and i was like oh geez well it was 10 years ago we we had a lot we were way more accepting of like stuff that i'm not cool with right we- now yeah, we just yeah. we just did a movie. Um, was it Sugar and Spice? Where there was a lot of homophobia. Oh, that too. Yeah, and it was just there was like a 2006. But you're just like, oh, that's right. This was pretty common. Yeah, and movies mm-hmm. from that from that era in like comedy, they'd be like, oh, this is funny. We'll make a gay joke, and it was like, come come on, guys, we don't do yeah. that anymore. <laughs> like, come on. But that's like, and I know like James Gunn has gotten shit uh, for like people going back and reading his his Twitter jokes. From like 10, 15 years ago that like that that got him in trouble and like, well, why just watch Super? It's right there. Like it's the yeah. same stuff. I don't know. Um another thing that that struck me was like watching watching Super, I thought like Rain Wilson, his like his character, um, Frank, he seems like a Tim Robinson character, like from a I think you should leave sketch. Like he just does yeah. not seem like a real human. <laughs> He's so awkward. He is. Yeah, but once again, what was super based off of a comic as well? Like Kick Ass, it, it was not. Kick Ass was uh, the oh, who who wrote? I I'm, I lost who wrote it. I can't the author. Remember. Oh, the author wrote it. Yeah, uh, I, I cracked the case. I, I it's a. Uh, I'm gonna look, and then I'm gonna cut this Here, out. Here, Nicole, Maybe. guess the first name. I'm gonna guess the first name, and we're gonna see how cl- we're gonna do prices right rules with the alphabet. I mean. <laughs> I know, right? I got cross-eyed too. I didn't know how to handle my comment. He's, I'm, I'm he's still going with Devin. I'm going Devin. It was Mark Miller. Yeah, I was close. It was Mark Miller. He was, was a great close. comic writer. Uh, so I, I remember when when um, Super was about to come out. I remember hearing an interview with James Gunn on a podcast, and he had talked about how he had worked with Mark Miller on something. I think he. There was kind of like a like a subtle implication that maybe they had worked on something together and Mark Miller went off and made kick ass. Like I don't I don't know. But like when I tried oh. to look it up, I was like, there's nothing really saying that it was, you know, someone stole anything, but that was the tone of the interview when I heard it. How how interesting. How close were the movies together being made? Uh same year. Mark, I, I don't know. My, I think mine mine was April. Uh, let's see right here. The, I, they switched IMDb around, and now well, all the stuff is weird. It, well, Kick-Ass <laughs> had trouble um, getting made. Uh, Vaughn actually made it independently after he got rejected, and then after it was done, I think he sold it to Universal for a lot more money than he was expecting. 
But yeah, yeah he, uh, apparently Vaughn took quite the chance on Kickass because no one wanted to yeah. adapt it. I guess I mean at that time like R-rated superhero movies just weren't. Yeah, it wasn't ready. a thing. They were all for kids. Um, but yeah, uh, like looking at looking at uh, like Matthew Vaughn and what he went on to do. Some of the uh, super June tenth. Uh, so Pretty some close. of the, some of those like action fight scenes are really really good and like it, it mm-hmm. definitely sets up stuff that like you see in his later career like it definitely was reminiscent of that great scene at the end of Kingsman in the church where uh Colin Firth is fighting everybody uh but that that style of like action directing it was mm-hmm. like he had it really early on you know like it, you could see hints of it which I thought was really great so I'm gonna and this this is just for a portion Nicole how did you feel each movie handled the um, the mimicking of the comic text when they would do, like, transitions? You know, like, they would have the, the font pop up. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. How did I think they handled it? Uh, each, um, yeah, each, each movie to the other. Because Supers, I felt, was kind of random where Kick-Ass was more like it was part of each. Deliberate. Yeah. 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 It, it was more yeah. structured, I guess. Yeah, I think I'm not fighting for they... kick ass or anything, but I kind of am. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, kick ass. It seems like it was kind of part of the plan all along. Whereas uh, in Super, it seems like maybe it was an editing afterthought. But they were like, "Oh, actually, this does look really good." Oh, what if we did this? Yeah, you, yeah. Th- th- I there is some criticism on kick ass that it didn't know what it wanted to be. And I would I would argue that I'm like no I think it's clear it's like it's just a a boy in high school I'm sorry a young man in high school who's just who's living out his fantasy but also just trying to that gets a very odd time for him being in high school than it was for everybody yeah where sure. where I'd I'd hold a strong argument if it wasn't for Super which kind of just knew what it was like I think from from the start of the movie you know that this guy loses his mind he has um. Um, what do I want to say? Unconventional behaviors, and throughout the story, it's like he never really improves. Like he's <laughs> he says, "I'm gonna go save the, my ex girlfriend," and he never stops. And all the lunacy that happens, you're like, "Yeah, we were kind of promised that." Where Kick Ass, it's a little more. Oh, he's gonna fight crime. Let's see if it works out. Oh no, he got beat up. Oh, he's gonna try it again. Oh, he got beat up, but now he's kind of a hero. Yeah. So, so I think they're both I, they're both underdog stories, but like. Super does not take a single step out of its way to make the hero likable. Like, no, not at all. It's just he's unlikable the whole way. He's basically an incel who has these fucking delusions about, like, demons and stuff. And he keeps saying, I've got to save her. Even to the point where, like, early on in the movie, he goes to the police and says, they took my wife. They took my wife. And the cop's like, okay, so they kidnapped her. And he's like, no, all of her stuff is gone. And they're like, well, she just, she left you, man. Like, that's it. And, like, it's just this loser who can't accept that his wife left him, so he decides to straight murder people with a pipe wrench? Yeah. <laughs> it jumped dark right away. Now, I think they yeah. did a brilliant job with Elliot Page, though. Oh, yeah. El- like, Elliot I Page did, like, great. the whole, I, I, I watched this a long time ago, probably, yeah. like, probably a couple years after it came out. And when she comes back on, I was like, oh, I forgot she's in this, or I'm sorry, I forgot he's in this. And then the entire time she's, or I'm sorry, the entire time he's that he's on screen, I'm like, oh, my God, he's so good. No, he's so good in it. 
Yeah, just just bouncing around, and I'm just like, I forgot how attracted I am to him. Like, <laughs> he, puts on the, he puts on the outfit, and I'm like, okay, all right. This is an horror movie. We might Enjoy see something. Oh, but no, geez. that that scene, that that scene, and the one with um. Liv Tyler, I'm like, they didn't need to include these. No. They're, it was too, no. way too... He, both of them, like, I don't know which one was worse, honestly, because they're both crying out no. And I'm like, this is beyond sexual assault. This is now an attempted rape on both parts. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you went a little yeah. too far. Like, just, yeah. just trying to coast through the... Uh, I, once again, like, I assume that was scripted on both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe so. <laughs> I mean, on, on, I, uh, I, I'm on sure. Elliot's part, I'm like, they just wing it, but whatever. That'd be wild. Um... Yeah, his but, energy just like bouncing all over and like, yeah, let's do it. It's like, so you kind of when 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 they like first interact, you kind of expect like, oh, this character is like knows the comic books, works the comic book store, and like they're gonna they're gonna like help guide him in his journey to be a superhero. But then it's like, oh no, man, this guy he keyed my friend's car. We gotta go. And it's like, oh shit, this this is insane. <laughs> Yeah you, yeah, you realize that he's just as much of a lunatic. Like, yeah, you can but in see a different why way. they pair up. What, what was, what was, what Bolty? Bolty. Yeah, talking about Bolty. That was uh, the sidekick. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and I think that um. When when he when he's in in line waiting for the movie and hits that guy just. With the oh. wrench, because he cut in line, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, what is happening? Well, yeah, nothing he did was really that justified. No, like, none of it was. It just goes back to they weren't really trying. No, he was just like, oh, this is what you do. You go out and brute force, like, just do this. And, like, so I think part of it is that, um, like, kick-ass, like, tonally was very – knew what it was. It was intentional, like Nicole said, and it was very um, – the tone management went, of that kicked, movie was was done, like, excellent. It was, you know it, – it, it catered to the traditional good good guy, bad guy. Yeah. Even if he is kind of a loser. Yeah. Well, of course, and like I said, they're both they're both underdog stories, which is something that, that James Gunn does really well. That's, like, his whole career, you know? That's what's – Right. Like, that's why we know who James Gunn is, because he does these underdog stories. Like, obviously, with the biggest one being <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, um, taking these, like, this ragtag bunch of losers and turning them into a superhero team. Um, mm -hmm. I, I know uh, – I'm gonna I'm gonna call your favorite part in Kick Ass. Though. Okay, and it's you know what it is. It's Deathly Hollows. It's the animation that Nicolas Cage. Oh, that was really good. That he narrates. Yeah, that was really good. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, where he was yeah. like the comic drawings. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're 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 kind of suckers for like just stops in movies and yeah. then just get a complete detour into another style. I, I totally know what you mean. Yeah. being a huge Harry Potter fan. Like as soon as you said that, I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember we, that." Yeah, that we, stop in with Nick Cage. Yeah, we talked. Um, we talked about recently the the tale of the three brothers in in Deathly Hallows and how cool it was and how they'd never done it before and it's just like mm -hmm. it just gets you like it's so neat. So it's, so it's so cool. Nicole, I have an important question for you. Oh God! If you were looking out, if you're looking out your window. And you see a mugging, like the first one that Kickass has, you know, where he goes up to the two guys and tries to stop them, oh, and, and, he they, and, and he gets stabbed in the yeah, gut. Yeah, and he gets yeah. So stabbing or no stabbing, what do you do when you're witnessing that? Like knowing that these two vandals that are always outside your place 
are watching you watch them? How do you handle that situation? I'm putting you on the spot here. <laughs> yeah, you have a very doe-eyed. There's a pane of glass in between us. And he's got and a, a knife there's gun. There's scissors nearby on my part. But no, I, geez, I don't know. I live in LA, so I feel like this is a question I should know. Too close to home. Um, <laughs> yeah, a little too close to home. So, okay, let me ask you this. Have you ever been in a situation where you've had to call the police because you saw a crime being committed? Uh, yeah, on my own car. Oh, geez. Yeah, I, I was the victim of road rage, but it was in a garage in Santa Monica. Like, oh, that place might as well be Disney World. Why, why yeah. do you need to get aggressive in Santa Monica? There's a Ferris wheel about Yeah, just go, look at, the, like, go look at the beach. Like, go hang out exactly. on the boardwalk. Yeah, but some guy got out and he like he like started kicking my car and he was like, get out and face me like a man. And I, I just cracked my window and I was like, sir, I am very much a small woman. I will not be exiting my vehicle to talk to you about oh how God. I pulled over to answer the phone. At, at first when you and, said. And, but yeah, I called the cops. And, go ahead. At first when you said garage, I was thinking your garage. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> are you taking a bad phone call? And you're like, oh, I'll pull this car no. into, the, into the side of the road. Like. Oh, Sorry, I know you, I know yours was a real situation, but I just kept giggling about it. Like that'd be silly. That <laughs> would be silly. No, that would not like be upset. <laughs> but I called the cops, and they're like, "Cool, someone could be out in like an hour and a half." Um, shit, like, can, do you want to wait, or like, otherwise we're not going to do anything? And I was like, "And you're like, uh, what do you mean? Do I want to wait?" Dang- he's he's dangerously driving, like raging in his car. Like he needs to be pulled over yeah. before someone else gets hurt. He could have hurt me. I don't want him to hurt someone else. The dispatcher basically started the sentence with, listen. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. And my my friend got mugged two weeks ago, and they said the same thing to him. They were like, cool, do you want to file a report? (laughs) He was like, what do you want us to do? You know, the most upsetting thing is like, this is the justification for why people should go rogue and be superheroes, because clearly there's a lot of crime. And I think we don't even release this podcast because now we all have, these are our secret identities. Look, do you want to start a superhero team? This is what the phone call is really about. You want to make a click. Yeah, this is our, uh, this is our Nick Fury recruiting you. (laughs) You can be Superman, Zach. You're Aquaman, clearly. But not the cool one, not the mimosa one. Uh, or what's question. his name? Yeah, Orange Mimosa. Is it going to be a problem? Is it going to be a problem if I take a lot of naps? Your cat woman. No, it's encouraged. Your, Your cat, cat woman. woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you find a square of sunshine and you take a nap in it. <laughs> and I will be Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> no, stop it. Quit ripping off Norm MacDonald. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I... so. What made me what made me think about it is uh, I I had to call the police once I was uh, with my wife we were going to a party on Halloween it was about 10 p.m. we're stopped at a stoplight and I look over and in the parking lot of a tire discounters a man <laughs> is beating another man and I was like what the fuck and I called the cops and I'm like hey I'm on this corner. There's this dude beating the shit out of another dude in the parking lot of tire discounters. They're like, all right, we'll send someone. And I'm like, cool. And I just left. Like, I drove on. Like, the light turned green, and I went. But I was like, man, I wonder what happened. 
Yeah. We uh, we had a, if they ever came. We yeah, had a knows. running joke that uh, Zach was always parroting the guy's voice. He's like, it must have been over the tires. He's just beating him like, give me the tires. <laughs> like it was a tire mugging. Yeah. That's a normal he's, he's thing trying to get Ohio. tires. <laughs> yeah. Tires are expensive, man. Tires are like gold here. I didn't. Wild. I don't have... I don't have fun ones. Mine was like I called the cops about someone doing heroin in my basement in my apartment, oh. and then he let me be oh. his he let me be his backup because I was like, you "Need some backup?" And he goes, "You can come down." I was like, "Oh, okay." I'm You're like, like "Well, I don't have any weapons," so I just stood there like mean mugging with my fist, like, He's like, like cross your arms, like, "Sir, yeah, like don't do heroin." Like <laughs> I was just I was an advocate. You gave him a dare lecture. Yeah, like that's all I was. Oh I was God. just the, a grumpy dad, like, Dr- "Don't do drugs." <laughs> we've was, got children that was here. my weapon it was knowledge influence. <laughs> and the guy was like i like it though no he was like you call the cops on me he's <laughs> like bro do- i would have hooked you up he was like i was trying to do heroin on that mattress down there man he's like if you didn't want me to do heroin why'd you leave a mattress for me <laughs> i did yeah. take the mattress What's out that? after that <laughs> no more heroin <laughs> oh man um <laughs> cincinnati sounds fun you know oh, yeah. <laughs> we got chili we got heroin Whatever you want. Sometimes you get mugged in your friend's parking lot. Yeah. The end. Sometimes. That's what happens. Roll credits. Yep. That's it. <laughs> um, um, and that's why we need to paint a pipe wrench red and start viciously beating people with it for minor infractions. Well, let's, what would be your weapon of choice? If well, you the, were a superhero, I mean, the wrench. Weapon. The wrench. We got to go, go back to that. You can't go too far. Oh, Oh, God. He gets to pull a sword because we're in his office and he thinks he's all high and You know who has one sword? This guy. You know who has two swords? The other guy. No one knows which one you're talking about. They probably think I have two swords. It was deliberate. It was deliberate. Um. (laughs) Two swords, two hands. So Power move. <laughs> the the reason that I have a sword on my wall is that we did an episode about Army of the Dead. And when deciding what weapon I would use to fight zombies, I said I would use Excalibur because then I would also be the king of England. So yeah. now I have it and I am officially Nicole, the king of England. What you need to know is that this guy's a dreamer and he lives in dreamland. And a king. Also, he has mental issues. Mm. In dreamland. Look, you didn't need to kick me out of your basement. I was just doing heroin. I'm still, I'm still, gonna, <laughs> I'm still going wrench. Nicole, what do you pick? That's why he's getting. <clears throat> what do I pick? Yeah. Tears. Te- oh. Tears. Did you say yeah. tears? That is correct. Like just until someone, until someone helps, because you're. It sounds like your cops aren't doing a great you job. You just annoy them to death with your whining and your tears. But also, oh. you could like Trust. lure them in. And they come like, oh, I'm so. Are you okay? And then you just murder them. You pull out Excalibur. Yeah. And you do your kingly well, duty. That's that's wiser. But like, what if my tears were made of acid or something? Sure, 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 sure. Acid well, that's a, that's a different thing. And you're like some kind of reptile. <laughs> you you went from crying and and an emotionally impacted, make him understand that what he's doing is hurting people, and then you're like, or I shoot acid. I don't know, but also they're acid. I don't know. I I, <laughs> I like I it. Was standing behind the tears until I felt like you you kind of made me feel like, oh, maybe this isn't good enough. Whereas I thought that it was kind of clever. But oh no, not. it was. I no. was about to start crying because it's it's <laughs> contagious. Look, no, I'll give you, I'll give I you back a background it, on it, and I, I wouldn't back. be able to rob anyone t- tearing up like that. 
See, exactly. Okay. Uh, so like I you, definitely hit him with a wrench. I didn't call the cops, but when, um, when my boyfriend and I were living downtown, there was, we lived near Skid Row and I would get followed home occasionally. And it was very scary, scary area, but such a cool area, but very scary. And uh, this one time, this guy was like, give me your money. Oh, but he was like, just kidding. Ha ha ha. And then he was like, no, but seriously, give me your money. And I looked at him and I was like, dude, do I look like I'm carrying cash on me right now? Right. I was just carrying groceries. What a and he weird... was like, yeah, you do. You do look like you have money. And I was That's like, a compliment. <laughs> listen, I am babysitting for this family and they pay me under the table. So I can't even get a, a tax refund or any government benefits to help me cover the surgery that I have to get for this intestinal issue. And he's like, oh, but you could just go on like workers comp. And I was like, I don't pay into the government. How am I supposed to get workers comp? And I just like <laughs> egged it on until he felt so bad for me that he left me alone. So you and reversed like, it because... Not only yeah. was he trying to get your money, he was trying to waste your time by doing yeah. a really bad joke. So in the end, you... Of, yeah. yeah, his way right. You spun it on him. And then intimidating. You spun him and like then, a top. Yes, I made myself so pathetic that he was like, I just don't want to deal <gasps> with her today. Oh, that's my weapon. Play dead. Oh, Ooh, you, so like you're dead. a possum now. Oh, Look, possum. So I think that you have to refine that technique to the point yeah. where, like, not only is he not trying to take your money, he's giving you yeah, money he feels now. So bad. He's <laughs> like, "Oh, I'm so, so here. Take it. I got a couple bucks. Like, just you, you need he it more than someone I. else's purse." <laughs> My me. weapon is pity. <laughs> yeah. I like it. All right, I think it's a great plan. God. So that's where my mind was when I said tears. I was like. <laughs> This worked for me once. Interesting. It worked for me once. What if it was a superpower? <laughs> kind of well, like, have you seen, um, have you seen what we do in the shadows? And oh, yeah. No, I've not. I, oh, yeah. It was recommended to me, though. Oh, such a good scene where he's an energy vampire and he meets another energy vampire in the same office and he can't have two because they just drain everybody <laughs> and they, like, they won't have anything to feed on. Oh, gotcha. Oh. So it's, it's hilarious. Like uh, like a... dentists, because they got great teeth, and they're like, "Well, I don't can't work on you." He's like, "Well, I can't work on you," and you're like, "All right." I don't think that's a good analogy. Well, hang on, give me a second. I'll think of something else. Uh, podiatrist, Watch it. podiatrist. Yeah, because like, he's you got, got good great feet. He got and great the other feet. Has good feet. Or yeah, uh, like, a pedic a pedi pedicurist. What's a pedicurist? Is that is that that's a thing? <laughs> that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, they give pedicures. Or a feet guy. <laughs> I don't. Why did we go down this path with the feet? She told me. She said, uh, "Come let's up with just, analogies." You know, let's dig our, let's dig ourselves out of that hole. Let's, let's try. Just, yep. With our feet, once, and then we'll go once get pedicures. We go down that dark tunnel. A lot of people don't come back out. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, this is the number one foot podcast. <laughs> so, so, I gotta say, if you if you had to, and I know they're they're kind of different villains, but if you're if you're going, um, why, why, uh, Kevin Bacon, yeah. Or why can't Mark Strong? Mark Strong. For these two movies, which one are you picking? As far as who's the better the, the, the better villain? Because Mark is more tra the traditional. He's a gangster, but he's yeah. got he's got a likable quality to him. Sure. Where Kevin Bacon is just so great from the eggs thing. <laughs> yeah, the guy with the eggs. But he becomes more just disgusting overall because who he is. So he's got that hook in the beginning. But Mark's the more traditional. But he's a little bland. Now the death yeah, scenes no, that happen with his henchmen You're are great. 
<laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Don't yes. let him Those lead you. That make the movie. <laughs> but I'm 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 staying non-biased. I'm just giving opinions on both sides. So okay. Whereas I agree with you on that statement about him being kind of a bland villain. I think he he did it. He did it. He exceeded expectations of. He was a great bland villain. Like so great mm. traditional villain. Well, you he's normally so ruthless when he's yeah. a villain. I'm so sorry, go you say you say bland villain, but I think that it's really about the banality of real world evil. You can't say words unless you can spell them. I can spell it. Get out of here. <laughs> so it's about the banality. Mm-hmm. Is that like baloney of real world evil? Because Mark Strong is this cartoony, uh, you know, comic book villain. He's the mafia boss. Yeah. Kevin Bacon is this scummy, shitty drug dealer who, like, you know, I don't know about you, but I know, like, I've known shitty dudes like that. And it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. those are, like, those are the people who are really, like, actually bad for our society. Yeah. yeah like, probably trafficking young girls on the side just because it's like, uh, well, that makes a buck, too. Yeah, because yeah. why not? Yeah. Yeah. Now, F I- that guy. Now I don't know Kevin as well as maybe some LA types. <laughs> I'm not a big oh, fan. I'm, sure you know no, I'm no big fancy. <laughs> but did you not just kind of feel like, and I know I've used this joke a couple times. Do you not just feel like maybe they didn't give him a script and they said, Kevin, we just go be go be yourself. <laughs> there was a little bit of a yes. like. At first he was being low. Here's back then the rest. You're like, are you just on an autopilot with this thing? Like, don't seem like you're doing much. Seems like you're just, they're just filming you, Kev. I call him Kev <laughs> at this on. point because we're pretty close. Here, I, I tried to touch <laughs> you and I touch missed. Me. I tried to touch you and I missed somehow. Come back. I don't want to be a part of this Come anymore. On. No, this is how you get someone on your side when they're kind of like you're losing their attention. You touch them a little bit. Hey, come back here. It's, it's an audio medium. People can't <laughs> no, see you touching me. They can feel. Like they Kevin can hear the face. pressure that I'm building up in this room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You think but, Kevin yeah. B-O-L-O-G-N-A. Baloney. Don't talk about his face that way. Oh. I like it. Baloney face? I thought he was great. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, Kevin Bacon yeah. has, not only did he, like, pronounce Kevin Baloney. Briny. Okay. I'm sorry. Go on. I was just teasing. Is he, like, Don't cry. I will cry. It's, it's my one weakness. <laughs> and your one strength, apparently. <laughs> Oh, she has plenty of strengths. <laughs> Taking a nap I, in that spot of sunlight. We talked about it. Yeah, it's it's fine. Crying is a strength. I'm a Scorpio. I'm very emotional. It's fine. Mm. It's fine. But um, no, just Kevin Bacon has a very, you know, when he turns it on, like he has a very scary presence. Yeah. So he doesn't need to do a lot. So autopilot, you know, tomato, tomato. I think him just being there and being real is scary. Yeah. Not like Kevin Bacon real, but like the character. Really. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I th- what's 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 really interesting about Super as far as that goes is like the first half of the movie is like a cautionary tale about how you shouldn't be a vigilante, and you it's it's showing like oh this guy is doing what you should never do. It's all about mm-hmm. like don't do this, but. The ending where it does this kind of like fairy tale ending is like, oh, but then it can work out. And he what he did was right. And uh, it helped get his wife uh, 
off drugs and then she had these kids and that's what's great about it like they yeah it, it's almost like they had to shoehorn that in because someone was like we can't release this unless you <laughs> give some kind of positive affirmation and and the problem was for me is like the last shot that lingering oh the kids drew me pictures i'm like I didn't wait like a second number one that's way too many photos that like there's no way you weren't collecting <laughs> those or making them draw them um, it was just very unbelievable. It was but, weird. Yeah, it's like it's like wait, wait. So you were removed from her life, but she still wanted you around so the kids could send you pictures. Like something was delusional and, and incorrect in that ending. Yeah. Do you concur? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 But it just like it undermines I mean, its premise. Is... Yeah. Yeah. Like it doesn't. I don't know. You don't know. I. Why even bother talking? That's a great point. Uh, I mean, don't be quiet. This is awkward for me. What? I didn't learn a lesson either. No. <laughs> you got any points to make about Kick-Ass? Me? Yeah, you. Oh, yeah, I got some it's numbers. I got some numbers for Do you. Do your job, sir. If someone's paying me, that'd be awesome. I think it's my volunteer. <laughs> That's what it is. Um. Yeah, IMDB, 7.6. Yours is 6.7. You want to talk about it? No, those are higher, user generated. I also got a rotter, a rot rotter. <laughs> I also got a Rotterdam tomatoes here, at seventy six percent. Okay, what's yours gross? I don't know. Oh, there you go. Mine did ninety six point two. Oh jeez. You want to talk about this? Oh jeez. You know why mine won? Because it was the one that was successful with the numbers. Let me ask you a question that that kick ass made me you made me think. To? Both of you. Okay. <laughs> I'm interested. So, um. Why is Batman so against guns? Uh, depends on what movie you're talking about, because sometimes he's not. Because he's got bigger toys to play with? I get, but he's Zing. so, like, against using guns, you know? Like, his whole character no. is like, no, no guns. And, like, but it's just a tool, man. Like, just because your parents were killed by a gun doesn't mean that, you can't then use it. Once again, it depends on what version of Batman you're talking about, because multiple ones are using guns in the Batmobile. And even... Yeah. Um, um, even Dark Knight, he uses a gun to replicate the bullet. He's still technically using a gun, so he's not against it. He's not against the gun. It's just the He just killing. says that he's against He's a liar. <laughs> he's the world's greatest detective. The way you got to detect is to mislead people sometimes, and he's lying to us to mislead us. You were fooled. That's for damn I'm sure. I'm still fooled. You're a fool. <laughs> I'm still fooled. I don't know. What do you, what's your take, Nicole? Why, do you, why is he against guns? Well, maybe he just says he's against guns, but then uses guns in the same way that I say that I don't like donuts and I won't eat the donuts, and then I eat the donuts. Oh, you got to eat the donuts. You, you have to. You can't not eat all the donuts on the Legally. Plan, on, on the planet. Um, so good. Oh, that's a great point. Can I go uh, back to another Batman version? Sure. Adam West was against guns. He was all about dancing. Yeah, but he would, he would lure dance them in. The thieves. Oh, yeah. He would... <laughs> The only thing they could fight him off is with guns. Oh, jeez. That sexy silhouette dancing. Yeah. Oh, brother. What um, made you think of that? The gun dancer. thing. Is it because of Big Daddy? He, like, loved to use yeah, guns? Yeah, no, no, because that's the thing mm -hmm. is, like, yeah, Nick Cage, like, his character, Big Daddy, is all about, like, he's he's basically, like, an analog for Batman in this in this story, and, like, he's all about guns. Uh-huh. Which, it seems really effective, you know? I don't know. He's He's getting what he needs. So I'm gonna I'm gonna defend both movies here and say that they did do the comic stylized gore, very yes. heavy. Oh, yes. But I think that's what you wanted yeah. in these in these films. 
also, I, dare ha- I say, I, go ahead. Oh, no, go, no, go ahead. I was going to say that, dare I say that was what hooked me oh, in yeah. both was, of these oh, movies. Yeah. Cause it got, it gets to a point in the beginning where it's like, okay. And then when the gore happens, you're like, oh my God, they took it there. <laughs> yeah. It just makes it that much funnier because yeah. they are both dark comedies in their own right. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. The, the, I hated this, but the POV scene in Kick-Ass, like the video game shooter style night vision thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that was a good addition for this audience. Once again, yeah. I didn't like it, but I think it well, was. Well, there must be a worse movie. Hmm? I rest my case. Oh, because of that? No, if we <laughs> want to talk about what I disliked most about Kick-Ass, it was the nose flap. Because I'm like, why does his nose cover look so weird? And I was like, he should just not have one. Then I'm like, oh, wait, that'd be weird if his nose was just sticking yeah, out. Yeah, like, the square. <laughs> so he can smell crime. Because oh. he's got that that's, uh, fifth sense. Well, I mean, we all got felt. Oh, hang on. Let me think about this. I, I got, can't do this with you right, right now. <laughs> sixth sense is when you see the dead people, but the fifth sense is the nose. Is that what you're telling me? What's <laughs> the fifth what you're sense? Me. Is it taste? So, um, oh, whatever. <laughs> his nose. They were numbered. His nose cover was bothering me. I didn't like it. Um. So I think, like, going back to that, like, the cartoonish, like, gore, yep. I think they did it in mm-hmm. this flashy, cartoony, fun way. And, like,. The legacy of these two movies is uh, like the boys. So yeah, it's like yeah. it's got the, yes. the the violence, the gore, the dark humor, but it's also kind of gritty at the same time. Yes, agreed. Good comparison. Yeah, so I don't think we have the boys without these movies, which would be a real bummer. So they were necessity. Yeah. Yeah. So you're defending both. They yeah. To, yeah. I'm bolstering to, them both. They huh? had to exist, so we got a better. Okay. Better oh, show. You just you just made me think like why haven't they introduced a teenage soup character? Yeah. Well, ap- it, apparently, um, Kickass is a show now. Is it released? What? Is it out yet? Yeah, there's a show. I knew nothing about. Well, I didn't know. That's what I'm saying. I didn't Called do. What? I probably should have done the research since it was my movie. But there's a there's a te- Kickass teaser. Show. There's a show apparently in production or out there already. Uh, <laughs> I would know about this because I I watch the kick-ass movies more than once. I hope to God I didn't just make that up. I think you did. Because I think she's going to prove me wrong. I hope so. Man, if only we had a way that we could loop loop back in time. (laughs) Let's go ahead and do the beginning now to give me some time to kill while I distract her. So she doesn't I'll check IMDb Pro. Oh, no. Yeah, I canceled my membership. (laughs) What? Are Look, you, I didn't need it. Are you in money troubles? Do you want to talk about this off the air? Of course. Do I don't need, have a job. What do you, you mean? Do you want a five? Here's a, a five. five. Yeah, yeah I got we, five did it. It. Oh, we did it. It's expensive. No, it is. IMDb is like $190 every year. It's a lot. That's too much money. On top of everything else. When it's not What's, making you any money, it's too much money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's the... Well, hang on. What was that? I just, I just remember that line, uh, the Rain Wilson... You want to celebrate? Go bake a cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed that one pretty thoroughly. Yeah, that was funny. But, like, that's a good celebration I think we should get into. Like, whenever, like, because if you, like, you know, you, your son wins the game, you're like, let's go bake a cake. It's too wholesome. What? I don't like it. I don't like the idea anymore. Okay, we both have sons. Have you ever baked them a cake when no, they I buy did something from the, well? I buy it from the store. We get it. You're rich. I'm a mayor. I have guy? the five. You don't have the five, but I got the five. I just asked if you wanted this five. I'm going to go buy cake with it. All right. Do we have an update on the Kick-Ass TV show? Does it exist? Uh, she wasn't looking at it. According to Wikipedia? Uh-oh. 
We got it some good says, facts here. Hit Girl and Kick Ass is a British American media franchise based on the adventures of real life. I don't know. I tell you the rest, but I turned off my internet so we could have a better signal. <laughs> and a sacrifice was and worth it. And we appreciate it. that. <laughs> sacrifice was needed. So over- I'm going to have to follow up with you on that. Oh, So o- overall, oh, we've got an update. Hang on. Internet's back but on. But it began in 2008. Oh, we're going to lose her. Was it, that, was the, that was the... Yes. So that might... Is that the that comic was the com- book? That was the comic. The new girl and Hit Girl following in 2000... Cro- there's a crossover series, Kick-Ass versus Hit Girl, following in 2020. Oh, oh. So, so it's out already, I guess. Was Chris right? I don't think Where? it's a TV show. I don't know. Oh, uh, well then, it's something. I think it's a comic a series. book. Zach, oh, something I mean, happened, and I was kind of right about it. Yeah, you're kind of right. Nice. Yeah, I'll you're take, right. I'll take Kick-Ass partial credit. Kick-Ass is a movie. You're right. And Kick-Ass 2, which I didn't. I don't think I saw. With Jim Carrey. It was good. Was Jim Carrey in it? Ah. Yeah. Oh. Well, says, the, the things you learn. It says Kick-Ass series 2008 through 2014. The, the, the graphic novel. I don't know if that's a comic or what. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, if, that's comic. And then been over Kick-Ass first. Yes. Yes, it is no show. It is a comic. Partial so who's credit. the fool now? Yeah, I mean, we've all we've always known it was you, but one of us has um, proven to be a fool here tonight. No, I think I think we need to <laughs> I think we need to get down to some uh, good old uh, copper tax. Yeah, here. let's make some let's make some some uh, closing statements. I gave the numbers. I gave the numbers. Was that your closing statement? Because that's um, winning. <laughs> <laughs> and my closing argument is that. Um, box office success. I mean, there's more. There was more big names in mine, and they handled the comedy better because it hit multiple ranges. Where Super was just like kind of shocking and could be offensive to a religious type. Where Kickass was more like it's a it's a coming it's a kind of a hidden coming of age story where you mm-hmm. like the where you like um, all the characters involved, and then th- there was the very emotional. Uh, scene where even I mean, the, um, Big Daddy's whole world is his daughter. That's you know that's the backstory about his wife, is that he's trying to protect her by training her, and even while he's dying a very very brutal death, his last words are um, um, is teaching his daughter to make sure that she fights through that particular dilemma and how to overcome it. So even though he was dying a very painful death, as I said. He still his true value was taking care of the one thing he loved the most. So yeah, there's there was uh there's heart in my movie. Yours had a weird uh pervy ending. And also I had the numbers. Numbers are made up. I'm like <laughs> I'm like Arby's, but I don't got the meats, I got the numbers. You know what I'm talking about? I've prepared a short statement. Oh, I hate it when you read <laughs> you read like an alien who's translating. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I am. Do it. I'm also the king of England. Oh, God. Now, <laughs> I'm no I don't, city lawyer. I don't have your fancy numbers in your book learning, but what I do have, <laughs> Mr. James Gunn, has made his career making movies about underdogs, <laughs> unlikely heroes who come through in the end to show that no matter who you are or where you come from, you can make an impact on the world. This is the movie. It starts as a cynical subversion of superhero tropes and ultimately carries a message 
of the significance of each individual. Super bridges the gap from James Gunn's humble trauma film beginnings to his Guardians of the Galaxy slash Suicide Squad lovable misfits. You can't add other other good movies into this into your little speech and act like it's going to hold any weight. Well, you know what? I, you have numbers. I have. The judge hasn't told me history. to sit down yet. I'm allowed to keep. In, I'm allowed to keep. In now, I was about to say, I'll be the judge of this. Now, <laughs> now, without this movie, does James Gunn keep on making schlocky B movies and never go on to make Guardians of the Galaxy and The Suicide Squad, which we both enjoyed? Uh, I think it's it's very possible that he doesn't make the these movies Are you that doing have impacted a butterfly us. Effects That's exactly right. right. <laughs> He's got a point. I rest my case. <laughs> oh, now the judge has to deliberate. She's got she's got to give her final judgment <laughs> on us. Do you as want people. to recap how you feel about how you felt about both movies? How I felt about both movies. Yeah, if, you so, want, if you want to, you don't got stuff. Yeah, you can weigh in how you feel about the movies, our Pro, pros and uh, wonderful or thrown together arguments. Yeah, mine was from the heart. Yours was ah. yours was a lot of uh, other people's thoughts <laughs> that you pulled offline. Other people's thoughts. I mean, here's here's one thing that I will throw out there that I don't believe was fully fleshed out or mentioned that I was really looking for. Ooh. As a judge in both movies, by negating this fact, I feel almost compelled to rule in favor of one movie's argument over the other. Because that's Ooh. what we're doing here. Because I'm judging doing. arguments, not the movies themselves. Ooh. That is not my job. My job is not to tell you which movie I preferred over the other. Sure. That is not why I'm here today. Oh, I didn't know that. So, that's so, news to me. Oh, is it? Because I have an email that outlines my job description. Uh, I thought we were fighting for what movie's better. Yeah, but you're, you you got to have the better yeah, argument. But you have to you have to have an, an opinion and argument, and I was here to judge it. So Basically, you're saying if someone if a murderer gets off because the, the lawyer was better, that 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 guy's not a murderer. That's anymore? justice, my friend. That is justice. See, oh, okay. and that's how it works. Oh, gotcha. This is America. Get with the program. I mean, yeah. And, I mean, hide, and hide your weed. I mean, I mean, yeah. Like if, if there's not enough cops to, pick, you know, to pull over the guy that you know was harassing you in the garage. I guess I guess he didn't really harass you. All right. He's gonna, he's gonna keep laughing about the garage because he's still imagining his garage and not a big multi-storied garage. I do. I do. Lo- I do like the idea of the single garage. What's happening in here? I don't even know what that is. All right. I, I, I won't probably have one for a few years. But anyway, um, so the one, the one fact that Chris negated was he did not bring up the effectiveness of adding Hit Girl into the equation. Ooh. You brought up Elliot Page. You brought up Liv Tyler. And nobody brought up Chloe Moritz. For me... She's the one, like she's she pretty much taught Kickass how to step up and be Kickass, and she brought all the heart because it was her emotional relationship with her father that made the rest of the movie worth watching. Because if it was just about a guy trying to get the girl, I don't know if I could have done it. 
You, oh, I, I, thought you quit, I thought you quit. I was like, what's happening? Did you just exit out of the video? <laughs> I'm, I'm done like, with her. Oh, no. I'm done with her. No, but what do you think of that, Chris? Like, what, what's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, that I didn't that I didn't bring up her specifically in my my discussion. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I apologize. Any, I didn't give her her discussion. her credit. I mean, I thought we already established that she was there when I was talking about Big Daddy. You know, guiding her. So I think she's one yeah, of the best parts you, of that movie. And you in the big kill scenes at the end when she's it's her coming through the building and murdering everybody brutally and the reason why that was so funny was because it's this little girl she's supposed to be like a mosquito in the whole <laughs> scheme of things and she's just taking people out oh I yeah mean, i mean yeah that's true <laughs> i i think i think her role in that movie with big daddy their relationship kind of gives it the advantage over super in my opinion now whether you argued that or not effectively Eh, I'm gonna bust your nuts a little bit about it. <laughs> but, <laughs> bust, bust away. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if if I have to give an opinion on which one I liked better, I think overall that relationship between Nicolas Cage's character and Chloe Grace Moritz's character, and how effing brutal she is, and just how dry she is compared to how like goofy we've got, you know, kick ass is like. No, I want to get the girlfriend. I'm a nerd. Now get beat up. I'm <laughs> defending myself, you know. And then she, you've got her, and she's like, <laughs> she's got the, I don't she's know, the little kid superhero. Yeah. So I mean, her and her dad. I mean, they pretty much carried the next leg of the of franchise too. So it's like I came back to watch an. A, God, I don't want to say it's a horrible movie because it's not. It's just not as good as <laughs> it doesn't Kick-Ass live up. Two is not as great as Kickass One, um, but I mean, it made me come back and watch again. And there's not a Super Two. Yeah, that's true. So, mm. so what I'm saying is, here you go. I'm doing your homework for you. <laughs> well, I appreciate no, it. I'm I still accept my child. I accept came, my C minus. Just fun. <laughs> You came to the table with numbers. I didn't have any numbers. And numbers don't lie. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. But, but yeah. As but, uh, a judge, I'd, I'd say it's it's that for me. I think we all agree that Kick-Ass is the better movie. No, no. I was about to go into it and say that, but ultimately, like, um, I would never watch Kick-Ass again. Oh, I'll, really? I'd watch Super again. Really? Yeah. I oh, just, I really don't, unpleasant. I really don't like the religious <laughs> aspect of it. Like, yeah, like in, in in talking about these movies, I have a difficult time fighting for the one that I don't like. Like that's I think really it's, funny. I think it's I think it's stupid and a waste of time. That's why I, I don't really put much into it because I like I like I go by what I want to choose. So debate is just kind of foolish in my eyes if you're not really <laughs> believing in what you're yeah. doing. So I'm a very like I, I'm in sales for a living and like I sell what I like. So I'm very ineffective on selling a product that I don't believe in, and I think that's why. Um, people have re- have respect for my arguments because I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to hide it. Like, if I don't yeah. like it, I don't fucking like it. <laughs> I think it's so, funny that like this I, has happened before where I've, I'm literally like, I I can't fight for this. I don't like it. <laughs> well, so in the in the past when we've done this, I feel like we uh, we did uh, Raid Redemption versus Dread. Yeah, and that was one that we we all just kind of agreed. Oh, Raid Redemption is the better movie. But it's funny because like when we did I this, I liked. Dread, I though. said like I said, you take Kick Ass because I thought like, oh, that's a home run, 
because I think it's the better movie. Uh, <laughs> I no. had a hard time yeah, finding I mean, an I argument for Super. I would I would have taken Super. That's I, so funny. I, I literally took like limited notes on Super because I'm like I don't want to talk about it too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great that we like no, the other I, movie I would, better. Uh, yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, I I would have dealt uh, dealt more into um, into Elliot's relationship. Yeah, with uh, Rain and yeah. like yeah, that's kind of why I brought up the beginning about would you want to see. You know, did, was the audience waiting for Dwight Trude? Because I think this is one of those times where, um, call it successful or not, it was it was familiar enough of Dwight, of Dwight the mannerisms yeah. like don't you know what he say like shut, shut up, up crime, crime. Yeah. that's similar to what Dwight would do. So it was kind of peppered peppered effects of it, but also it was Rain Wilson's attempt of moving away, and I don't want to do the leaving Las Vegas because it's not that extreme because this was his first attempt uh, into film, but it was just this very hit or miss character where you're like, I don't know if the audience is going to accept it. Yeah. And I think filming this, he probably was like, yeah, like that's why a lot of the dry, dark humor I was dying at because I'm like, yeah, like this is my style and this is probably only going to hit like 50% or 15% of the audience. But I'm like, this is definitely more up my alley. It was literally the, the religious parts that I'm like, ugh, no, I, those, I could have done so without that. Awkward. But yeah, I would watch, yeah. I would watch super again over kick ass. Man, that's crazy. Um, all right. Well, We've done it again. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, Nicole, um, you have a podcast, Girls With Guts. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. So, uh, right after I made the year that I made groupers, actually, I got really, really sick. And Oof. basically, my intestines were twisting. Ooh. And it took me out of the industry for a couple of years because we were trying to figure out what was wrong with me. And I ended up getting a couple of surgeries to remove my intestines. And now we figured out that it is Crohn's disease, but I've spent all this time not knowing. Yeah. And I happened to sit next to uh, another young woman at a wedding. We had never met before. She lives in Cincinnati. <laughs> I live in LA and she wasn't eating her dinner. And I said, you know, just being nosy. Oh, well, do you not like chicken? Like, why are you not eating it? She was like, oh, weird thing. Like my intestines twisted out of nowhere and I like totally died from it. But then they brought me back to life. And anyway, now I can't eat stuff like this. And I was just like, ah, me too. So <laughs> we, yeah, like weird, right? That's a, no, I was going to say that's a crazy coincidence. It really is. So like, it so how did you, crazy? how did you decide then and there? I mean, like you had the same dietary restriction and the same condition, but like, when were you just like, oh, we should 100%, like, how did you both? come together and go we should podcast about this you know like that's that's quite the le most people would be like oh this is a crazy story to their yeah. husband at dinner instead of like we're gonna make a you know like we're gonna we're gonna right. launch a, a show about it well basically what ended up happening is like even though you have the support of your family and the support of your friends uh, i think anybody who has a chronic illness can uh attest to this like there's only so much complaining and, and talking that you want to do about it but when you meet somebody who's gone through the exact same thing as you it's kind of like your sounding board. It's like another you that you get to talk to. So all of a sudden I've got this, this gal that I'm texting with who's across the country. And I'm, I'm basically asking her like, Hey, I'm having this weird pain and I'm throwing up. Like, do you think I should go to the ER? And then sh she'll like run me through the checklist, you know, and be like, Oh, is this happening? This is happening? This is happening? If I were you, I'd go to the ER. You're just, oh yeah. You know, like go check with your doctor on these things and not each other. But here's the thing doctors they're there to keep you alive 
they're not there. Like they're there to keep you from dying. They're not there to help you like on a daily basis. Exactly. So yeah. she became kind of like my support system, you know? And like when I started getting weird symptoms, I would be like, is this normal? Like she was getting, she had to get surgery after I got surgery and she hadn't had surgery in 10 years. And like her scar tissue, like caused her to have another complication. So mm-hmm. she called me and she was like, oh my God, I have a bald spot. And she was freaking out. And I sent her pictures of my bald spot. And I was like, I got a bald spot after surgery too. Like, let's figure out what this is together and like what to do about it. So through going through these things together, we noticed like this huge gap in information between what the doctors were telling us and then what we were discovering on our own. So you're using each other like sounding boards. That's really. Exactly. Yeah, that's So awesome. we, we started the podcast as a way to kind of introduce doctors and like introduce like tips on healing mm-hmm. and stuff for people. But what it's turned into through speaking to people who have different chronic illnesses is it's turned into basically sharing stories of people who are thriving, who are like doing awesome stuff but also like they got to get over the hurdle of having a chronic illness every day. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then, uh, and and we're talking to, yeah, I was going to say, and then unfortunately, I mean, unfortunately it is continuous. So it's forever adapting. So it's always just kind of like a, you're always going to have like a, an online feedback section where you're like, you know, you can always sit there and go through and help any, anyone, any new listener that's also suffering from it. So Right. As I said, it's it's kind of sad, disheartening, but it's it is forever going. So, if you the, actually, the journey doesn't end, it, I should say. Exactly, it's always an ongoing thing. But what it becomes is kind of an uplifting place where we can be honest about the hard things that we go through in a light manner because mm-hmm. they're daily for us. To someone who doesn't go through it, it, seems probably so heavy. But like to someone who goes through these things every day, it might not be a big deal. Like somebody who has a an ostomy bag, they yeah. might not think it's a big deal because they go through it every day. Yeah. But like someone who doesn't have poop coming out of their stomach, that yeah. probably and, freaks them out. And is brand but new. Being candid about it. Yeah. Yeah, that they're gonna feel like no one else is going through this. So it's almost like yeah, a live awesome. a live exactly. diary that you have. Exactly. And like people who are just starting to get diagnosed with stuff. They're like, oh my God, this is somewhere where I can escape to where I don't feel like such a freak. You know? Well, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's great. It's great to have that open network. And yeah. I think you, you're both great people for, for starting that. You know, Thanks. I think it's really cool that like our podcasts are so similar that like you found this friend <laughs> where like you can help people and be inspirational. And we're just like two dipshits who talk about movies. Yeah. You guys have, you know. But- Talk about digestive tracts, and we're over here full of shit. No, I understand. (laughs) No, I love it. That's that's so cool. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, when when does that come out? What day? Oh, it's out, man. No, no, I mean, like, what day of the week? When do you what what day do you drop? Yeah, we drop on um, on Tuesdays. Tuesdays, nice. Yes. Um, Yes. That's awesome. Uh, So. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, which is probably a lot of people because it's not like a huge movie, but the the reason that I know Nicole is that I was an editor on a movie that she starred in called Groupers, um, and it's a great movie. You can check it out on Amazon Prime, and uh, mm-hmm. they're doing an event at the Cinequest Film Festival coming up in November. Um, so what what are you doing for that? 
Yeah, so they actually called us and said that they're going to be playing it again at this year's CineQuest. Uh, it's going to be an online festival again this year because of COVID. And CineQuest is one of the best uh, film festivals in the country. It's got great films and premieres just awesome stuff. So we're very lucky to have premiered at that. That was the very first time that we ever, you know, had our world premiere was at yeah. CineQuest. And so they've invited us back for the third year in a row. And they're going to have the director, Anderson Cowan, and me on their virtual red carpet to talk about the film again, which is great. Yeah, that's awesome. That's I'm pumped. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and, yeah. Well, and for anyone who hasn't seen it, it's a really fun movie. And Nicole gets to play a really, like, dark, funny character. Like, honestly, yeah. like, the best thing in the movie. Like, you're, you're so good Thanks. at it. Thanks. Um, Thank you. It's kind of a kick-ass-esque yeah yeah (laughs) but except for i'm a bad guy and not trying to be a superhero (laughs) sure and there's a chinese finger trap involved look we don't need to get into that (laughs) that's that's another another podcast for another day exactly um all right well um this was fun yeah this was awesome you were great thank you so much yeah thanks for having me guys let's do this again sometime oh one million percent for sure I just cool. tag along I'm, with them, so we're kind of a duo <laughs> at this point. I hold forty nine percent. I can argue too. I, would I like love it. To oh, make for case. sure. Yeah, yeah. Zach loves loves the judge people, so can <laughs> we can just face off next time? Yeah, and Perfect. as the king of England, it is my prerogative. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've done it again. Success. We've made another podcast. This is what success sounds like. You're goddamn right. Real, real <laughs> gaspy. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thanks for listening this week. Ugh. Do it again. Thanks for listening this week. Um, be sure to check out our mini episodes on Monday. Me and Ben are talking about all sorts of shit. We talked about audiobooks this week. Um, and uh, check out Nicole's podcast, Girls with Guts, comes out every tuesday at girls with girls with guts podcast.com um she is at the nikki d on instagram um and tell all your friends about us be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts if you like what we do you can rate and review us on apple podcasts you can find us online at keystonecopycats.com we are at Keystone Copycats on Instagram and Facebook and at Keystone Copycat on Twitter. If you've got something to say, you can email us at KeystoneCopycats at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 513-239-7682. Check out Sinclarity of Dinosaur's Tale every Friday at DinosaursPodcast.com. And until next time, I'm going to be Zach, and he will be... Please. Always. He will always be... Please. Bye.